everyone, and welcome to David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. I'm David, and with me, as always, is... Jeff! How are you doing, Jeff? I'm wonderful. How are you today, David? I'm doing fantastic, because in just a minute, we are going to be starting our Survivor Kagayan preview podcast, and we are going to have a very special guest uh, previewing it with us. The one and only Kathy Sleckman is back. I'm very excited, David. Yes, uh... We asked Kathy to do this, and she made a special exception for us, because usually she doesn't look at the cast or anything just before watching the first episode, but uh, she told me she did a research, and uh, I'm excited to see what her first impressions and thoughts are of the cast. That's right. I think she might just be the best insult comic in the history of Survivor. Quite possibly. I, I would need to do more research, but I would say she's definitely in the top three. Yeah. But uh, super excited to talk to her again, and uh, we're really glad. We tried to get this to happen last season. It didn't end up working out, but we're really glad that she is able to do it this season. Uh, hopefully it would be a lot of fun. But if you have been living under a rock in the Survivor community, Survivor Kagayan is also known by the other name of Brains, Beauty, Brawn, where each tribe is going to be separated by intellect, beauty, or physical strength. What is your overall thought of this twist, Jeff? Um, I think it's something that was inevitable in terms of, you know, the fans had been asking for this type of thing for a long time. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't honestly think it's going to end up making that big of a difference, though. Well, yeah, and here's why. Uh, it was pretty much confirmed as they, they were very far along in the casting process before they actually decided to do this twist. So almost all these people were actually cast on the show before they decided, oh, it's going to be Brains, Beauty, and Brawn. So there's a lot of them that could be actually fit into multiple categories. So they weren't specifically looking into casting going, all right, we need to find six beauties, we need to find six Brains and six Brawns. It's sort of like they have their cast, oh, let's try to fit them into this twist sort of thing. Right. But uh, I think it should be interesting. And I think we even saw this in Heroes vs. Villains. As soon as you give people labels, uh, they feel a little more entitled. And it's interesting to see how that affects them in the game. Oh, I'm a brain. I'm intelligent. Oh, I'm a brawn. Oh, I'm a beauty. So I think that will be interesting, just seeing how the people react and deal with being on a quote-unquote you know, stereotype tribe. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to, and to see whether or not people identify by those things. Like, will people say... We are the three smartest people, so we should be in an alliance because we're all in the brains tribe or something like that. Or will the alliances come from something else? Yeah. But look, really looking forward to it. I think they have uh, a, a good mix of interesting people. Uh, you always have a few duds uh, every season, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out. But uh, I think before we share our thoughts on everyone, we need to get Kathy on the line and, and talk to her. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's do it. All right, we now have the one and only Kathy Sleckman back on the podcast with us. Thank you for coming on, Kathy. We're really excited to do the preview podcast with you. Good. Sorry it took me so long. Like I said, I don't really usually um, <clears throat> read the bios or see the videos. I usually go into Survivor Blind just to figure out who I like or don't without reading any of the crap that they're just making up. <laughs> yeah. 
We thank you for making an exception with it, though. Yeah, uh, you can see they always, everyone tries to, like, spin how they're the greatest person in the world and everything they say are right. Well, I've been there. You, you're very nervous, and they want you to say, like, good things about yourself, and sometimes you're stuck there going, I've got nothing. What, what should I say? You know, so I understand how they're kind of put on the spot. So, yeah. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to look at uh, every person uh, on the cast of Survivor Kagayan. We're just going to talk briefly about them, our first impressions, what we think, if we think they're going to go far or crash and burn at the very beginning of the game, uh, or if they're, you know, going to go crazy and threaten to chop off their fingers. So, uh, exactly. Um, I did have at the end, I do, I give them each a most likely two category. Ooh. And I also put their chance to win between starting one the lowest, ten the highest. So at the very end of what I think of them. This will be fun. I know, I did my homework. I did. You did very well. Thank you. Well, since you're so prepared, Kathy, where should we start? Well, I started with the Beauty Tribe at the very first one on the CBS website, which is Alexis Maxwell. Uh, Alexis, yes. What were your uh, first impressions of Alexis Kathy? Um, I made a few notes um, that her pet peeve is people who blow their nose in public. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what else? Would you rather talk to them with snot running down their nose? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I... let's be fair, was good at the foursome. I mean, she added Amanda and oh Ozzy into it, so. She could do it where you didn't even know you were in the foursome. <laughs> Believe me, if Parvati was there, if Parvati was there, I would know. What? You woke up, your clothes were off, people were next to you, you don't know how you got there. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems for most people, when they get to ask the question, well, who are you like, for girls, number one is Parvati. And for boys, number one is Boston Rob. Or Ozzy. Yeah, yeah, depending. Boston Rob or Ozzy. But I know. That's why I'm saving the best for last. Um, the one guy in the brains, like I said, I did beauty brawn brains. The last guy I went to blew me away. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so I think every time I see her now, I'm going to pick threesomes. And her um, experimented with group dynamics. Then I watched the video. And... Oh my god. Whiny voice. And if you watch the video, her hair kept changing. It was flat. It was big. It was flat. It was big. 
It was black. I don't know how that kept happening. So I have her in the category of most likely to get laid on the island. (laughs) (laughs) And I have her chance to win between one being the lowest, ten being the highest. I have her at a two. Mm, Not looking good for like. I thought she was very uh, personable. I thought she could make friends fast. But I don't think she's going to be very strategic or uh, making any big power uh, shifts or anything or controlling the game in any sense. No. I but see she her did. As a tag along in the cute people click. Yeah. David. I mean, maybe she will be able to take control in those uh, group experiments or whatever. But uh, <laughs> as far as the game of Survivor, I think she's going to be a, a follower if she makes Ah, uh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I was just going to say, that experimenting with group dynamics could make her very popular. Uh, You know, I'm thinking that she's going for that, but uh, I don't know. That's just kind of my impressions of her, so she's a two. Yeah, she's also one of the three people this season that's 21 years old, so we have quite a few, like, brand, like, really young people. And you know I'm partial to the old people. Yeah. I am a little partial to that. Well, there's not many old people on the, Is Cassandra the oldest? 41? Uh, no, Trish, 48. Yeah, you're Trish. supposed to be doing that part of the homework. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't think there's a Cassandra... Oh, you mean Cass? Cass, yeah. Well, it's Cassandra Cass. I'm, um, we could call her Mama Cass. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hopefully. You have no idea who that is, do you? I have no... I know who it is. Uh, hopefully, oh, okay. fate is not the same as Mama Cat's. <laughs> well, we'll get to her soon. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, did you have any other thoughts on Alexa? No, I mean, you guys stole most of the thunder with the group dynamics and the bringing hair ties to the island. I think that that stole everything I was going to say about her. I mean, my God, if that's the thing you think you need to survive on an island of anything you could bring... <laughs> hey, when your hair gets in your face, I mean, that can severely limit Something, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure, you know, when you were on the island, Kathy, that was the number one thing you were fantasizing about, was just, but when can I get some hair ties? I was. It was such an important thing. Although, guess what? They let you bring those anyway. <laughs> we all have those. It's not even something on the wish list. Well, isn't a, can't you use a buff as a hair tie, too, if you're really that desperate? You sure can if you're smart enough to figure that out. I mean, you've got Bob who's using buffs as a bow tie. You just exactly. Yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, you can't use a buff as a steak dinner, uh-huh. which is something I would bring to the island. You can't use a buff. I guess you could use a buff as underwear, but I wouldn't want to put that back on my head then for a challenge. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about another beauty, Bryce. What were your thoughts? All right. Yes, Bryce is next. Like I said. Clarify this with I read the bio, then watch the video. Okay, I saw that he used the word, you know, bitch in a bio, so I'm like, okay, is this guy gay? <laughs> Did watching the video confirm all of those suspicions, uh, Kathy? No, it was confirmed for me after the thing, yes. And the survivor he was most like, he was Colton and Ozzy. And Sari. 
you know, I kind of didn't get that part, but cult Nazi, so I'm figuring this is a guy who's going to quit after winning a challenge. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, why, I don't think you want to be known as, like, I'm like Colton. I don't think I'm that's like, thing you want to aspire to. I didn't think so either. That's why I found that unusual. Well, let's and, be fair. Uh, I mean, there's not very many gay survivor icons. Oh, wait. There's Chet. And Richard. <laughs> yes. Todd and uh, Rafe. I mean, Tyson for season 18. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can find a, a lot more people than, uh, than Colton. And it's just an odd combination to put it with Ozzy and Sari. Like, what a... Can you imagine those three being morphed together? That's just really <laughs> strange. I know, and it's funny because they... I don't think they asked what survivors they're <laughs> like. I was pretty sure they were looking for one answer. But so his um thing he would like to bring if you could bring three things on a deserted island. He picks axe body spray. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Unless you want to drink that later, just I don't. I get you want a new smell or whatever, but really, I I could much better things. <laughs> so like I said, after I watched the video, he did confirm the gay thing. And when his thing said that, now he didn't say he was a model, but something there went, I saw somewhere where he said his occupation was a model. And I thought maybe he was a shoe model because I was horrified to think that this, <laughs> this man is the cream of the, I mean, David Beckham and Bryce Johnston. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I have him as the most likely to be horrified at crapping outside. <laughs> Who was that on your season, Kathy? Horrified about crapping outside? It could be Alexis. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, his chance of winning? I have him as a one. Ooh. I know. Yeah, to me, I think Bryce he could either be, he could sort of be like that fun, quirky person in the tribe, or he's going to have like this diva attitude and they're going to kick him to the curb like right away. So it, it's a toss-up for me which one it could be. I, I, again, I don't think he's very strategic. I don't think he's going to be plotting and planning. Uh, Not what you think you're most like Colton. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we know uh, how great Ozzy is at the strategic gameplay as well. Yes, we do, don't we? Or the social. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I maybe I, I maybe give him a two or a three, but I don't see him doing that that well either. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying with my chances of winning that they won't get far in the game or they won't, you know, make yeah. the merge. I'm just saying winning. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, thank you, because anything can happen. Yeah, I mean... You could uh, you could be the new Philip Shepard and go all the way to the end, but that doesn't mean he ever has a chance of winning. Exactly. Yeah. And just so you know, I don't know any of these people personally. You asked me for my first impressions, and I'm just saying it what it is. I'm sure you're all beautiful people. Yeah. And well, all, not not the not the people. To your podcast, so I think I don't have to worry. There you go. Yeah. All right. I bet you your moms listen to it though. No, my mom hates Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff? 
Uh, yeah, about Bryce. I was gonna say about Bryce. Um, I I too thought that he had very little chance of winning, and I was just thinking about how funny a uh, final tribal council would be between someone like him and Philip Shepard if those were the final two. And I couldn't stop laughing after that, so I had to move on when I was yeah. thinking. I think the only way they'd get to a final two is if they were playing against paraplegics who couldn't speak. That's fair. I'm just guessing. Anyway, so next we go to Jeffra. Jeffra, all right. Jeffra. Now, I liked her. Okay, I'm going to say right away I liked her. Um, she has her occupation as um, Miss Kentucky Teen of 2009. So <laughs> apparently that's still an occupation five years later. I, I guess she gets residual checks or something. I, yeah, it's still an occupation. I, I don't know what else she does. Hey, um, she made the top 15 at Miss Teen USA, okay? I know, but apparently she won Miss Kentucky Teen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she does have all of her teeth, so there's that. And they could all still be hers. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then her item of the three she'd want to bring, what stood out was, you know, the disposable toothbrush. <laughs> I'm thinking, how come nobody ever picks toilet paper? <laughs> nobody ever gets how important toilet paper is until you don't have it. So, also, why a disposable toothbrush? Yeah, I was thinking, I, I bring my, you know, I know there's no electricity, but a battery one can last pretty long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you get lonely or you want to go off by yourself in the woods, I hear there, never mind. But <laughs> I hear things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, disposable toothbrush, that makes it seem, will it even last the 39 days? I'd rather have... I don't know, I'm thinking it's one of those little wisps, those little things, those pockets, it's like, well, what good is that going to do you for 30 days? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I really liked her, you know, the down south, down home, uh, when she said she was like, uh, Chelsea, I think? Yeah. I mean, she nailed that. It, you do get that. Yeah, yeah her. absolutely. Um, I have her as most likely to get lost in the jungle <laughs> after watching the video. I have her chance of winning any guesses? Four? Four. Three. Oh. You guys are close, man. Oh. Very sweet. Very nice. But it'll just get dragged along and then dumped when not needed. So this is in no way saying she won't get far in the game. I think she will. But her chance of winning, I have her as a three. Yeah, I really liked uh, Jeffra a lot. I thought she was very charming and endearing, especially in the video. Uh, again, like you, <laughs> this beauty tribe is not known for their strategic ability. I don't think she's going to have that much strategy. But uh, I think she'll be able to, to adapt and do fine with whatever happens. I could see her winning if there was, like, two hated people, and they're like, oh, let's give it to the nice. Yeah, like Natalie White. Yeah, right. let's, let's, let's give it to the nice girl. She... She did stuff too, um, but uh, yeah, I, again, I thought she was very accurate with the Chelsea. I definitely saw that, um, and I think it's good when they can actually tell us uh, someone they're like and we can see it, <laughs> as opposed to the... She didn't even have to tell me that, and I saw it, exactly. and I watched the video. But it just helps for me to let me know, okay, she's a little more self-aware than maybe some of the other people. 
Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so then we come to, I think, the last but not least. Wait, no. I could be wrong. We have three more. Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Um, he says he was a male model. Uh, now, I was looking at the little tiny picture they had, and I thought, well, maybe he was for grooming products. Because, <laughs> you know, I only see the little face picture, and I'm, I'm thinking, well. So, um, his pet peeve is he doesn't like smart mouths, so him and I would not get along. <laughs> and I don't know then if he would get along with the gay guy. You know, there's, there, it's not, it's not that, but I think there is another reason that he probably won't get along with the gay guy. The southern, yeah, <laughs> I get it. Uh, but I just meant if he doesn't like smart mouths, you know, the, yeah, I love smart, trust me, and I can't wait to hear what comes out of Bryce's mouth, but, yeah, so he wouldn't like me, and I'm thinking him and Bryce, Okay, and his uh, one of his items is his flag, the North Carolina flag, which, you know, would make a great blanket, but he was way off on North Carolina being the best state, way off now. Hmm. What, uh, what is the best state? to say what the best state is there, Kathy? Uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, see, I'm a little torn here. My, my dad and his family is from Wisconsin, but I did grow up in North Carolina. Um, well, nothing personal. Nothing personal. We all go for our home states. I guess that wasn't even that big of a deal. But this is the guy who's a JT clone. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even see. I missed the part in his bio where he said he wasn't J like JT. I watched the video and I went, "Oh my God, that's JT. That is just JT." So I have him as most likely to give away immunity and get bamboozled by a girl. <laughs> I have his chance of winning at a, any guesses? Six. Four. Seven. Oh. Yeah, seven. That southern charm goes a long way. Yeah. Because he doesn't look like he'd make any of the guys. At first, I, he looked like another uh, Shannon. <laughs> I thought, wow, he's going to piss. But no, got the southern charm, the aw shucks. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that goes a long way. I wrote down Southern Charm, very likable, uh, again, not strategic, but uh, he's definitely a strength, he'll be useful, uh, I think he can be very social and work himself into any uh, group of people, so I think he's there for the long haul. I, I do too. Jeff, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you guys, I think, hit it on the head. The Southern Charm thing, uh, I think it's going to depend where the alliances fall. Um, I think that if him and Bryce will obviously be on opposite sides for the exact reason that Kathy said, uh, so it depends on who follows in suit, and I think one of those two is probably going to be the first out of the tribe. Yeah, my only thing is, you know, we're comparing him to, to JT. The only problem here is that JT had Steven, like the brains, and together they were a, a powerhouse duo. Unfortunately, Jeremiah's on the brawn team, and there's not, or on the beauty team, and there's not really any brains over there. Right. So, uh, he, he may not go as far as JT, just because I, 
you better hook up with someone smart <laughs> to help with strategic, you know, ability moving on in the game. <laughs> Who's next, Kathy? I've got LJ Mechanis. LJ. LJ. Okay. Um, I gotta say, reading mostly through all these people, a lot of their inspirations, their in inspiring person is their mom, which being a mom, that's awesome. Um, and his peeve is incompetent liars and thieves, so I'm thinking he's a Republican. <laughs> um, Notice, though, he's, his pet peeve is only incompetent liars, so if you're a good liar, you might get along with him. That's true. Uh, did I lose you? No? I don't think oh, so. okay. Sounded like I lost you guys. Okay. Um, let's see. The three things he would bring on an island. He stated Starburst and an iPad. So right away I went, wow, that's only two things. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason he's on the beauty tribe. <laughs> I just was not on the brain tribe. I have a note that said, not on the brain tribe. Maybe he was going to bring two Starburst. <laughs> that would make three things. <laughs> Just little things I notice. Yeah. And I'm sure there's no Wi-Fi out there, so but I, you could play Angry Birds on your iPad, but I don't think you could plug it into. China. I was gonna say not for long. <laughs> you got it. I got it the first day. You're good. Yeah, I thought it was funny. The three things: Starburst and iPad. <laughs> Where's the third one? You don't, want to bring, you don't want to bring a coat or a pillow, just a starburst and an iPad. He's also the first of several people to say that they are like Boston Rock. I know. How many of that was there, too? Jeez Louise. Have they not seen a season before season, like, Heroes vs. Villains? <laughs> Because I don't think he was thinking Boston rap Marquesas. He's probably like, what's Marquesas? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, when I saw the video, he reminded me a lot of John Travolta. A younger John Travolta. I don't know. That just hit me that way. Thought I'd share. So I have him most likely to the, be the guy who lays someone on the <laughs> island. So him and Alexis. She is going to get laid by somebody, and he is going to do the laying of somebody on the island. There we go. I have his chance of winning at a five. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. For me, when I watched his inter or his yeah his interview, I was just like, he's boring. I almost fell asleep during. He's like very mellow, and he's just talking, and it was very monotone, and he wasn't really saying anything of value to me. So uh, I'm sure he'll do good physically, but I didn't see really any brains there at all, um, or even that, you know, social that he would, I don't think he's even, yeah, he's not on Jeremiah's level as far as likable and, and social. Exactly. So, yeah. I but think he could be one of those middle floater dudes that just kind of, yeah. oh, we got to keep him for the challenges, he's not a threat because, look, at he's not yeah. off strategizing and, He's also probably going to be one of those people who doesn't get a lot of airtime, just because with Bryce and Jeremiah and other people on your team. <laughs> and we know how the editors like their male heroes, or yeah. who they want to make a hero. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the last one I have is Morgan Clyde. 
Okay. Who peep? Uh, men who leave the toilet seat up. <laughs> so I would think men. Bigger, I would think the bigger peep should be men who pee on the toilet seat. The thing she's most proud of, okay, is being a cheerleader. Yay. <laughs> Those, you've done a lot in your life, you know, not I went to college, not that, you know, I, I was a cheerleader. Yeah. To be fair, my proudest accomplishment was that I once went on a date with a cheerleader, so. Well, that's you. Are you the bunk bed guy? I get that. <laughs> <laughs> interesting about about Morgan is that in the, the survivor she's most like she's put Harmony and Natalie Tenerelli like one of those people is someone who's great at the social and strategic game and one and the other person was a goat that Boston Rob dragged to the end I know I know yeah. and the thing is she's no poverty I watched the video so um I thought her most, um, she should have been most proud of not cheerleading, but uh, picking the best boob doctor out there. <laughs> you know, she did her research, and she picked a good one. I think that should be her biggest, proudest moment. Um, and then her three things that, she, you know, some of the three things she'd like to bring. She literally said, a camera to document my adventures. Did <laughs> <laughs> she know she's going to be on a TV show? <laughs> <laughs> Duh, you're on Survivor. You're going to have more cameras in your face than you even know what's going to go on. I just thought, that really? You bring a camera, they're already there. The only thing that would be worse is if she said my cell phone so I can take all of these selfies. Um, you didn't see her second part. The her second, second thing, thank you, was, um, she wants to have her Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, she so said... I these photos when there's no Wi-Fi on an island. to know her. Sweetest, and this girl is no poverty, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. 
and I have her chance of winning at any guesses? One. Zero. <laughs> you didn't give us that as an option. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She made yeah, a special I, exception for Morgan. I did. I did. Zero. Yeah. Uh, in my notes, I just look prettier when I win. I'm like, oh come on, when I'm winning. Uh, in my notes, I just said, watch your video, I said, irritating. She just irritated me. Like The, voice, the voice is very condescending. It's exactly. not welcoming. It's not even flirty. Maybe to a man it is, but to a woman, it's like, who do you think you are? It, it's a condescending voice. It's not a flirty parvity. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a flirty to me at all. It was just irritating. And I just wrote... 21 years old, typical cheerleader. Like, she just had that typical snobbish... Typical mean girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't... I do not see her going far. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, I I was gonna say, I actually had her labeled as the first out of, of the beauty tribe. I think you could be correct, sir. Yeah. Alright. I know you have to be somewhere at 7.30, right? Yeah, let's keep going. Let's move on. Uh, to I'm going chop chop. I'm leaving this alone. Now we move to Bond. Right? Cliff Robinson. Oh, Cliff, Mr. Uh, Mr. Korea Visitor. <laughs> I like him. Okay? Here, yeah. Here's another guy I like. Um, he seems pretty normal. Yeah. Especially, like, the three things that he would bring were the best so far that I read of a raincoat. Okay. And I don't know if it's the rainy season there, but if it is uh, our season, I would have killed for a raincoat, a tarp, anything. Um, a Leatherman tool, which is smart, and, and soap. The soap thing, I still would have picked toilet paper, but hey. Well, you, know. you can confirm that people do smell when they're on survival. Oh, yeah, Jason was the stinkiest and he would sit by the boat with his arms up resting against it over his head and so all the breeze would come in and we were all just dying in there dying uh so yeah you do you do tend and he looks like he could be a stinky man so maybe he knows something i don't know yeah he would uh he doesn't want to get voted off so he needs the soap so people will uh not be uh reported on it yeah, so pretty much his bio is pretty middle of the road, middle America. He and for a basketball star player, even though I've never heard of him because I don't watch basketball, he seemed pretty uh, normal headed, not yeah. egotistical, not look at me. Yeah. So I like that about him. So yeah, I and I Kathy. Yeah. Don't you just think when you see uh, Cliff Boston Rock, the next Boston Rock, right there. That's what he. No, I didn't get that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's what he put as for Survivor. He's most like Boston Rob. Yeah, no, I don't. See that. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I'm with you on everything else. And then he wrote, "I'm like Boston Rob." Like, eh. I, I would have said Crystal Cox. <laughs> Is he gonna win the hell out of the game? <laughs> well, I have him as most likely to get trapped in an obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that happen. <laughs> yes, as he said, being that tall, I have this funny feeling he will get trapped. <laughs> I have his chance of winning if he doesn't get hurt first, which, you know, 
the twisted ankle, the twisted knee, trapped in an obstacle course, the, the, the pulled shoulder. I got him at a five. Okay. He seems likable. Yeah, yeah, I have likable. I don't think he's like uh, super strategic at all. I don't think he's like uh, the life at the, of the party either. He's just sort of, you know, a likable down to earth. I really got that as well. Um, he should be good athletic as long as he's not getting, you know, trapped in things that are too small for him. But uh, yeah, I think I think he'll go go far, especially because you know I think he'll be useful to his team. But I don't think he has enough. Uh, strategic uh, ability. The final two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jeff. I also have him as most likely to get the first words out of people to say, "Holy crap, you're tall." <laughs> That's a really specific superlative, Kathy. Well, I. There's going to be some when they first get to meet each other and talk to each other. First thing, holy crap, you're tall. <laughs> yeah. Any other questions, Jeff? I don't know uh, basketball well enough. It, will he? Will people recognize him, do you think? Uh, I didn't, but I'm sure... Do I sports fans watch Survivor? I don't know. I would say uh, not any of the younger people. I don't think all the people on the beauty tribe are going to like, Look, it's Chris Cliff Robinson. <laughs> I could see David recognizing him. That's true. Because yeah. he's the president of a professional sports team. But other than that, yeah, I think no one's gonna, no yeah. one's gonna know who he is. Which ups his chances of winning. The second people recognize you, they don't think you have a chance to win. Her video, I was 
I was sort of like, oh, she could go either way from me. And then the more she started talking, the more it was like red flag, red flag. Like she was saying, I'm a highly emotional person. I don't think logically. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> she says, I'm not here to win the game. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. No. It's probably most likely to be the first one to cry. Too. <laughs> yeah, she's not there to win the game, and she's highly emotional, not logical. I'm right there with you. She's not going to win the game. Yeah. It reminded me too much of Flicka. I mean, yeah, right there. So then I have Sarah... Lachina? Lafina? Sure. I don't know. Lachina? Alright. Um, her pet peeve that she, uh, stupid people. That's awesome. That's a great pet peeve to have. It really is. Um, on the bottom side, she called Malcolm very strategic. <laughs> um, that she called herself a master manipulator. And she's going to dominate physical challenges. I didn't get that so much from her. But um, I like the Midwesternness about her, but she's a side mouth talker, like clutch cargo, and I find that distracting. Yeah. I have her as most likely to talk in a monotone <laughs> and have the least number of confessionals. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with you. I, uh, I've, when watching her video, I put, first of all, she's sort of boring. Like you said, very monotone. Uh, I said not super likable, but, uh, I thought she's, she could be very smart and astute, like recognizing what's going on. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see her doing well. I have uh, a chance of winning. Any guesses? Three. I put I put her as the first out of the Braun tribe. The only thing helping her is that if she makes an alliance with the other police officer, I mean that's one third of the people. All they need is one or two more. And you know when you're out there by yourself and you don't know anybody, you look for things like to cling to each other. So oh, you're a cop, I'm a cop. Let's stick together. Yeah. I mean me, Chet, and Tracy. We could see how the young kids were all going, and I. Right away, I said to him, okay, we're the three oldest ones here. Do you guys kind of want to just try to stick together? It looks like we're the oldest ones here. And they're like, okay, sure. And, I mean, it was that within 20 minutes. Yeah. How well did that work out for you? For us. Yeah. Who's next, Kathy? I have. No, I did her. So she's at a four. Okay. Then I have Tony Plachos. Uh, let's see, one of his peeves, of course he's another cop, were thugs who wear skinny jeans. <laughs> now, I don't know where he's a cop and what thugs he's looking at, but maybe he works in the metrosexual thug area. I've yet to see a thug in skinny jeans. Yeah, in Jersey City, there's a big uh, collective of metrosexual thugs, so. It's, it's an epidemic, really. It's like are those skinny jeans. Are the skinny jeans halfway down their butt too? <laughs> no, that would just be awkward. Yeah, well, a thug, thugs in skinny jeans. That is a new one for me. I gotta say. Um, I like that. What made me laugh was the of the three things he'd bring was cigarettes, 
coffee and liquor. Not for himself, mind you, but for bartering. So he reminded me of Ren from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> or, he's actually been in prison before. Yeah. So, didn't like that his character or his survivor he's like is Russell Hance. It seemed he wanted to be a personality for the fans, to give the fans a good show instead of... So I'm, I'm fearing a Philip Brandon, Russell Hans type thing. I just want to be on TV and give the fans a show. <sighs> so he, he might be very entertaining, but that's that frightens me. Yeah, actually, I think he even said he wanted to be like Russell and Boston Rob together. And I'm like, well, those are sort of polar opposites. Do you not see uh, Redemption Island there? Uh, you know, what is with all these Boston Rob things? I, I get it. You know, that's why I said I, I was looking for more originality. I do have my one favorite original guy. And we'll save him for the end. There you go. So I have him as most likely to drag someone around and get into an argument, but also get the most confessional. Yes. <laughs> and I have his chance of winning at a two. Did he remind you at all a little of Joel? Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. He did. <laughs> he did. All emo he looks pretty roided up himself. Just like when I saw it, I'm like, eh, roided up like Joel. You're going to go through roid rage. Yeah. Roid withdrawal. When I uh, when I watched the video, I thought he was a little more personable than I initially thought. Like watching the video, he seemed sort of likable, but I think at any moment he could turn into that. I just wanted to act crazy and yell at people. So yeah, if he was a fast it, Yeah, if he can keep it in check, I don't he think he can really well. But uh, yeah, if he he lets the Hulk out. Which I think he will, which is why I said he should, he will be entertaining. I'm not yeah, not saying he won't be. He will be. And I know, like, Jeff likes that kind of stuff, so. All right, so we better move along here, right? Let's keep going. Okay, I got Trish Hegarty. Now, of course, I liked her best because she's older. She's got a giraffe neck like me. <laughs> she just kind of reminded me of a little bit of me, so I kind of like her. Because her pet peeves are mine. Liars, laziness, manipulators, and arrogance. I like that. But, you know, she doesn't like that. Apparently she's never seen Survivor because that's what the show is full of. <laughs> and I'm thinking she's thinking it might be Bible Camp. But it's not. Uh, I think she's most likely to be used by people, and then say they suck in a confessional. <laughs> I would love to see her go far, but I have her chance of winning at a four. Yeah, uh, to me, I had her as, she seemed like the uh, middle-aged version of Danielle B. Lorenzo. Just a little, uh, She's had that Boston thing going, like she's competitive and hard, but maybe not like the most strategic and figuring things out. 
I would say you, you're comparing her a little to yourself, Kathy. I would say for me, only because of the lostness. Yeah, she seems a little lost. Yeah. like what have I gotten myself into? Yeah, just Which is uh, what I felt. <laughs> what I when I was watching her video, she was not nearly as entertaining as you. She's sort of average to me in every way. I guess it's to say she wasn't bad. Like I didn't dislike her. She's average. I guess the reminding of me was, um, I guess being older. Uh, and she seems a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Jeff, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Trish was kind of one of the people who blended into the background for me. Uh, she seems like, if you were to take away her age and just read her bio, she seems like she would be one of the really young people. You know, she's like a Pilates instructor. She cares a lot about being physical. She relates to Danny Boatwright. But then when you look at her, it seems like there's a not a match there or something. And so I just don't really know how to take her. Yeah, I just like the older ones, too, because I know they don't stand a prayer in hell. <laughs> All right, then we jump to young Wu Huang. I hope I said that right, because I don't Woo! speak Chinese. I'm pretty sure it's Woo. I, okay, my daughter took Taekwondo, and I would go to her classes, and they are totally the mind and discipline and respect and the bowing and the so I really like that about him. I like he's respectful and the Taekwondo, especially if he's like a master and a teacher of it, that is going to take him far. Because you really have to have discipline for that. Um, he reminded me of Fabio with Ozzy mixed together. But he's Asian. Yeah, um I had total surfer dude vibe for him. Right, a Fabio slash Ozzy. I think he'll be good in challenges. He's a surfer, so he's good at swimming if there's a lot of water stuff. I had him as most likely to get the heroes at it. Hmm. I'd agree with that. I have, I have his chance of winning at an eight. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, one of my favorite things about Wu was that uh, he, uh, in his interview, the the video, he was talking about the most important thing to have or something, or I have a lot of, and then he just like gets distracted for a minute and goes, uh, and then says, focus. <laughs> <laughs> well, now who knows if he's doing the doobies. Now, if he's a Taekwondo teacher, but he's off surfing with the doobies, then all bets are off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be, I, I, my most comparison was Fabio. Like you said, I think he's going to be physical, strong, very likable. I don't know how great he's going to be strategically, but uh, we've definitely seen, like Fabio, you don't have to be super strategic to win. Exactly. Really like times you just got to be likable, really. Yeah. Jeff? Yeah, he was another one of my really big picks to win. He reminded me uh, kind of a combination of um, Ozzy and Yule, partly because of the Asian thing, but also partly because of the discipline and kind of there's a calmness about him, even though he is kind of does have that surfer dude vibe. So yeah, I think could have just smoked the doobie before the interview. It's fair. That's fair. But anyway, so I think Ivan Kill will do really well in the game, and I wouldn't... I mean, he may be one of my top picks to win right now. Yeah, I got him at an eight. Yeah. All right, is that all? Do we go to Brains? Yeah. You, you know, you missed a brawn. <gasps> Who? 
David. Who? Who? David. He's a brain. No, he's not. He's you're a, a you're a liar. I'm not lying. No, oh, you're Obama's right. president is under brains. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no crap. <laughs> All right. So, I don't know why I doubted you. I've only seen, I've, I've heard my husband um, says, oh, that David Sampson. Yeah, president of the Marlins, he's an asshole. <laughs> Can I say that? Should I believe it? He's a people. Um. So I don't know, apparently some people know him already. I don't know him personally, never heard of him before. So um, one of his uh, three things he'd bring, which I thought was absolutely brilliant, was Ambien. <laughs> that is brilliant, because you do not know how much you do not sleep out there. You're on the ground, you hurt, there's rats, there's bugs, there's... You don't sleep. So an Ambien, if that could put you out for six hours, you'd be... Oh my God. So that was brilliant. I thought that was brilliant. The death quote of what made me not really like him that much was when he, on his bio, I always win. <laughs> and I thought, except at being tall. <laughs> you just want to see him versus Cliff, the ultimate David versus Cliff Goliath. I know. Uh, but he seems very strategic. I mean, obviously you don't get to be where he is as the president of the Marlins being an idiot. You know, I liked how he said mind over body. Some of the things he said I liked. Um, I have him to be most likely to get airtime for strategy updates. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. What's your chances of uh, winning? Chance of winning? I have... Eight or nine. Oh. Ooh, eight or nine. That one I couldn't, it was a tough call. I'll go more eight. Okay. If he can keep his douchiness to himself. Yeah. If he can, because your true self, you might say what you say in those pre-interviews, but your true self has no other thing to do but to come out out there. So... He might not be able to keep his arrogance to himself, which is a big turnoff to people out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. He's very strategic. I have egotistical, but still slightly likable. Like, I think, again, with his profession to get where he is, he sort of, he had to be, you know, somewhat likable at some point for people to keep wanting, you know, to work. Exactly. And he has to be able to manipulate people to get what he wants and... So you know, as long so. as it's not, as long as he's always had this egotistical, but he's able to, you know, still be very personal, or if the other, if it's the other way where now that he has all this power, he's become egotistical, then that could hurt him. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, he's got to keep that in check. Yeah. Don't know if he can. Okay, no. then we get to Garrett Adelstein. Adelstein? I don't know. Okay. Three of the things he's he wanted to take was um, a picture of a naked girl. <laughs> so he's one of those guys. Yeah, it said in case all the good-looking girls get out early. Well, exactly. So I went, oh, crap, one of those guys. Jesus. On a brains tribe? I, I, um, and then he wants to win the money just to impress girls. So he's either trying to be funny on his bio, and it's not coming across that way, or he's just a big douche. Yeah. I'm going with douche. Yeah. Um, 
I liked, I thought it was funny how he said it took him two, he, he spent 2,000 hours to prepare. And I'm like, hmm, good luck with that. As I said before, really the only true way to prepare for Survivor is to go in your backyard, sleep out there for three days with the sprinkler on, and take, take a crap in the corner. If you can do those things, you can do Survivor. Yeah, how many thousands of hours did you prepare, Kathy, before going on Survivor? Oh, I tried doing all the stuff, you know, jogging, and, you know, I'm going to smoke class, and I'm going to jog, and I'm going to lift weights and do push-ups, and I, dang, none of that crap mattered. The assholes I was with never let us even participate in a challenge, so it was totally moot, but the rain, the lack of sleep, and crapping in a jungle, you can handle that and be hungry. Then that's really the only preparation for Survivor you need to do. Yeah. So, um, I thought he should be on a new tribe all by himself called the Ego Tribe. <laughs> and I have him also is most likely to be clueless why no one likes him. And he could be the first voted out. I have his chances of winning at zero. Oh, wow. Wow. Jeff, yeah. what, what were your thoughts? I think you had a, a slightly different opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if Jeff Probst does his assessments before or after they film, but it seems like Jeff Probst is, like, pushing this idea of you need all three brain, brawn, and beauty to win. And he he's probably, I don't know about his brains, but by the fact that he's on the brains tribe, I assume he's a smart guy. He's probably the closest to having all three of those. So I think that m means that that bodes well for him in the game, I think. Again, well, I did get... I didn't get... watch any of the Jeff stuff, so I didn't watch any of the Jeff stuff. This, I, who knows? Jeff might be giving away stuff that he knows already, but I didn't watch that. I personally, as a middle-aged woman, found him douchey. That's fair. So I don't know how the personality is going to go across. That's all. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Well, no, I, I'm I'm more in your boat, Kathy. I have cocky, uh, could do very poor socially. I just got that douche vibe as well. I, he could be a very strategic player if people follow him, but he'd have to. I think if he was on the the beauty tribe, he'd have a much better shot. But I I thought so too. I think if since he's on the brains tribe. He could be he could be in trouble. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think that that's going to be the hardest part of the game is sticking with the Brains tribe because Brainiacs get jealous of people like that. Like, Brainiacs want girls, and people like that threaten that. So, I don't know. Guys I, with bunk beds want girls, too. What? <laughs> Guys with bunk beds want girls. You know, I actually ha no longer have a bunk bed, but do have a girlfriend. So, I made a pretty Does good... Does she come with a valve? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should update your picture so Cassie will have proof, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she and I are friends yeah. on Facebook. She can see the proof there. Oh, okay, because if her mouth is permanently in the all position, I'm going to call you a liar. <laughs> Okay, her pet peeve, which I noticed was 
chunks in food. I'm like, you know where you're going, right? Get used to raw clams, raw... If you can't handle chunks in your food, good luck to you. Uh, she says she's like Richard Hatch, so I'm pretty sure all the boys took that as she will be playing naked. Um, and her idea of being analytical and breaking down and solving problems will win her survivor. Yeah, she's off on that one. I don't think if you can find the square root of nine that's going to help you with Survivor. But being naked will. Uh, it's going to put the ratings up. <laughs> that's about it. So I have her as most likely to wave a finger in someone's face. <laughs> I have her chance of winning at a three. I thought she was very intelligent, uh, smart. I can see why she's on the brains tribe. But yeah. I don't know if intelligence necessarily translates to good survivor strategy. You can be brilliant in sort of your fields of math and science, but it doesn't mean you're a good strategist. Right. Uh, uh, she reminds me a little bit of Alicia. Yeah. So uh, I think there's going to be some head bobbing and some finger waving at some point. I think she was nice enough. But uh, I don't I don't know if she's in the brain stripe. She's definitely not getting the mastermind. I think she could uh, just follow along with some people who will take her far. But exactly, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, I actually really liked Jatia, but again, I, I agree with you guys that you know being smart at math is not equivalent to doing well in Survivor. And so I think oh, that yeah, could... I think she's awesome. I mean, uh, is she the nuclear engineer? And oh my God, I couldn't be prouder of her. That's yeah. like a, a woman role model. Right. I just don't think that's going to help her on Survivor, and that's what this podcast is about. Exactly. Yep. All right. So next we have Cassandra Cass, Mama Cass McQuillan. Oh, my lord. Uh, her peas are toilet paper rolls left empty. I gotta say, she nailed it. She nailed that pet peeve. Good for her. She's um, funny and self-deprecating. And she, her strategy is to just appear to be the worst person out there. And I think that's a bad strategy. You do that too long, you're going to get voted off as a useless... You know, hunk of, hunk of goo. Um, I have, I, I think she will have um, the most snarky confessionals. They'll throw her in for some character assessments of the other people. And I have her most likely to share DNA with John Cochran and be the first to get a third degree sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> Are those two separate things or? It's a run on sentence. Okay. Okay. I have her chance of winning at a three. <laughs> All right, what are your thoughts, Jeff? Yeah, I have her first out of the Brains Tribe. Uh, the Brains Tribe seems to be pretty young, comparatively, with, like, with her. Um, so, I mean, you've got David and her, but then I think that Garrett, Jatia, Latasha, and Spencer... Or would gang up on him. Not because, like, Jatia and Tasha are both in their 30s, but I think that they're going to think young and want to go with the two younger guys to do better at challenges. 
So I and I tell you why she's not going to tell him she's a lawyer. I totally get that. Lawyers do suck. So, <laughs> you know, good on her. But I think she is, she could be John Cochran's sister, I believe. <laughs> it's the female Cochran. Yeah, I watched her video and it was like, eh. Like, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't great to me. Um, you know, she seemed nice, but I wasn't naturally drawn to her like a lot of the other people. Like, I'm not naturally going to be like, oh, look, it's, uh, it's Cass. What's she doing? Exactly. So, like I said, but she'll, she'll have a little snarky, have that little, uh, dry wit. Yeah. With I'm the soccer mom, doesn't look like I'm carrying oranges to the game, you know. So, that could be just for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. Don't think she'll win. Yeah. Okay, then we have Latasha Fox. Um, her pet peeve was very specific about people who bite down on their fork as they're um, finishing taking a bite. I thought, holy crap. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about her because this was the one person that was a meh for me. Meh. I got no personality from her. I got just a... I was really struggling to even find something to write about her. Seriously. So this is my shortest um, one. I have her as most likely to have an invisible edit. I have her chance of winning at a two. Yeah. Uh, for me, she seemed uh, enthusiastic, nice, likable, but I didn't really get anything other than that. She, I didn't see her being, you know, a great strategist. I didn't see her, you know, doing that much at all. Like you said, uh, she was just nice. And, yeah. Uh, she was vanilla. Yeah. And she definitely is not, I don't think she's going to be one creating drama at all. She's not going to be crazy. She's just going to, I think she can go far because she's nice and likable. She can go with whoever, but, uh, yeah, I, she could definitely not get that big of an edit just because she's not going to make any waves. Right. Jeff? Yeah, I mean, you guys have just been calling just about everything exactly right tonight. I think that she was all, I agree, very meh. Um, I could see her being drug along to the end, though. Yeah. Okay. Now, the one kid when I saw the cast photo, my eye, because he was so pale, I was drawn to it immediately, and I went, oh, my Lord, where'd they find this guy? Oh. Okay, but then I read his bio. Spencer Bledsoe. I'm almost giddy. <laughs> First of all, he loves capitalism. <laughs> that wins for the most original answer. His inspiration in life is Mitt Romney. <laughs> See, I'm so giddy. Now you know he's joking when he says that, right? No, I don't. Yeah, apparently he's a he was a he does not like Mitt Romney. So, sources tell me, sources tell me that he was being very sarcastic when he said that. Well, now I hate his dogs. <laughs> I, was, I was just in tears. He was like, he would bring an American flag because, you know, the proudest thing he is is to be an American citizen. I mean, I was almost crying. I go, this, I looked at my husband, I go, this could be our son. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure every single answer in this bio is full of sarcasm. Is it? 
Yeah, he uh apparently on Facebook he he was a big supporter of the big O. Oh well now. See <sighs> Do you know that it was like somebody just popped me with a with a pin? I'm a balloon, you've let out all my Wait, hair. Brush, Kathy. I'm sorry, Kathy. You know, that was not, I I kinda of think he won't go far because he's he's too um arrogant and he's too look at me, I'm the smartest guy in the room. So is anything he said true? Uh, I mean, I assume that he actually won a chess tournament. Yeah. <sighs> he had me. He had me there, man. I am so, I am blown away. But because, oh my god, he, he doesn't like people who are stupid but still voice their opinions. He doesn't like incompetent leaders. I was, I was almost weeping going, this time I've never been <laughs> And the most original of who he says he plays like is Marty. With I mean, come on. That I thought was the most original answer. Yeah, no, I really like that answer. And I, I don't think it would be, would be the John Cochran, but who doesn't suck. Yeah. That yeah. I thought was funny. I don't think he was being sarcastic that one. To me, I thought he did good. He said, you know, a mix of Steven and Marty. I thought that was pretty good. Uh... You know, Marty with that sort of, he even said, you know, people can see me and see me being sort of more cocky and arrogant like Marty, and that could rub them the wrong way. So, I'll at least give him that he's self-aware. So, yes, he could, he could, you know, definitely rub people the wrong way, but at least he's aware that he could do it, which is always better than the person that's oblivious that he's pissing everyone off. Right, and... He says he's got to try to keep his "I'm the smartest guy in the room" thing to himself and keep it down. I don't, I don't think he's gonna be able to. And on his video where he said blindsides are so much fun, I have him as most likely to be blindsided. Yep. <laughs> I think that was foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, if he could see now, I I can't give you my true. I thought okay, his chance of winning. I had him at an eight, if he could cover his cockiness, but only because I was swayed by his love of America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Now I got him down to like a three. Okay. Uh, for he, he's going to be blindsided. I think people are going to go, who the hell does this guy think he is? You know, he just came across as a little too, I'm the smartest guy in the room, which... Those are people who have no patience. They, they just don't. Yeah. Well, he's also 21. I mean, the, he may be, you know, in the circles and the rooms he's generally in, he may be the smartest. But now you're on a brain drive with a whole bunch of other people who are also very bright. So, <laughs> I mean, and also to me, like in his in his interview, he he was saying all the right things. He talked the talk. He said he was going to be strategic, how to be social, how to, how to do everything right. But my thing is, will he actually walk the walk? He talks a big game, but will he be able to actually, you know, pull it off? I think it's more than likely no. And then he said his favorite magazine, he would bring The Economist in an American flag. This dude had me, man. He had me at Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> and now I find out it's all a lie. It, oh. <laughs> See, Kathy, he had me for a while, too, and I actually posted in a Survivor group 
kind of making fun of him because the first sentence of his inspiration is former governor Mitt Romney has been successful in everything he's ever attempted. And all I could think was, Oh, well, there's one thing I can think of that he wasn't. And that's when everyone informed me that no, it what he, you know, he's being sarcastic and this is all a joke. Apparently some people are friends with him on Facebook and he, you know, is quite, he was like, yay, capitalism. I'm like, dude, you're my new favorite player. <laughs> Man. Now I don't have a new favorite player. Maybe maybe he should just pretend to be that person. He blindsided me. I'll tell you, he already did his first blindside. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And he loved it, Kathy. He loved it. Dang it. Fucking <laughs> bamboozled. You're making me go first. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure last season I picked Vetus, correct? Yes, yes you did. And I was wrong, but yeah, the season... I, I did too. But the season before that I picked correctly. I picked Cochran. And I even picked, like, three of the final four. Yeah, everybody saw Cochran coming on that one. That's Come fair. On. That's fair. Uh, David didn't. He said it was going to be Andrea. <laughs> well, you could tell he set it up just from all him always getting the inner, you know... Right. But that's true, it was before the game started. Never um, if I were gonna pick it would it would be a close race, I think, between Young, Wu, and Spencer, and I'd probably give the slight edge to Wu. Okay, good, good. Go with Wu. Let's see, who do I wanna go with? There's so many people that I would never pick. It's hard to find one that I would. Exactly. I didn't give anybody a ten. Yeah. Um. I think I'm gonna go with as long as this person can find the right alliance, I think they can go far. So I'm actually gonna pick Jeremiah. Hmm. Yeah, the JT clone, right? Yeah. I know. I think he's got a good shot too. And the person I'm gonna pick. I would like to see him win. He seems like a good guy. Um, who I'd like to see win and who I, who might, who I think is going to win now that I have to go over my notes. Curse you, Spencer. Wait till I tell my husband. <laughs> I'm going to have to go, yeah, I'm saying Wu Huang. Okay. Um, Torn between Wu and David Sampson, believe it or not. If David Sampson can keep his douchiness to himself. Yeah. Yeah, David was another one that was in the running for me. Yeah. I got them the highest. Oh, do I have to pick one? What? I'm going to go. David. Wait, we have one quick question for you, Kathy. Okay. Uh, Just quickly, are you a – do you watch Big Brother? No, I don't. Oh, then never mind. Our question isn't important. Yeah, I don't. It's like if I want to see drunk people fighting and getting stupid, I could go to a family reunion. 
<laughs> so are you going with Wu or David, Kathy? Who's your I'm going to say David. Okay. Well, then we all have different ones, and if David actually wins, you can brag about it and uh, hold it over our heads for a, a whole summer. Hey, I should, but I usually don't. You know me. I'm so humble. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> First thing I think of when I hear Kathy Sleckman, humble. I am. I'm a smart ass, and things come out of my mouth. I don't really have a complete filter. Um, but I think I am humble. I'm not. I, you know, obviously you saw me on Survivor. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see me saying I got the three B's: brain, bone, blazing speed. <laughs> no, you didn't hear anything of that coming. I just was amazed to see girls with boobs that big close up. I'm like, what the crap? What? <laughs> How do they put them bags in there? Uh, well, uh, thank you so much, Kathy, for coming on. We greatly appreciated it. Uh, I know you don't really like to promote anything, but I am going to promote one thing for you. Be sure to buy Survivor Micronesia on DVD now so you can watch Kathy and her glorious stint on, on Survivor because it's a pretty uh, pretty great season. Yeah. And I haven't rewatched my season yet since I've been on. You just got it in the mail, didn't you? I did just get it in the mail, and what I'm more interested in is the behind the scenes, or if they put extra scenes in, or that's what I'm most interested. I don't know if I want to go back to watching me blubber on TV. Well, I'll not one of my finest moments. And I'll you know, tell you one extra that's really bizarre <laughs> on the Micronesia. There's the Survivor All Stars. Uh, recap episode. Yeah, what? I saw that. What? Why? Because when they released the Survivor All-Stars on DVD, they didn't put that episode in there. So they're like, well, we should still give it to the fans. Let's just throw it on fans versus favorites. So now you can just throw it on China. <laughs> God's sakes. Give us some extra behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, so really awesome. The affiliation of Jason would have been awesome. <laughs> but uh you know if you buy the survivor micronesia kathy does get a percentage of the profits zero oh, yeah, zero percent but a percentage that nonetheless that is correct we are the sweatshop workers of cbs we don't get squat no uh, no royalty no royalty So this is fun, you guys are like, aren't you the first dudes I did a podcast with? Maybe. I think, I think you broke my cherry on the podcast thing. So, you will always have a warm spot in my heart. Well, right back at you, Kathy. We have a warm spot for you, and we enjoy every single season getting to talk to you. Yeah, is that because I'm the only one that comes on your podcast? <laughs> no. No. Okay, who else have you got? Uh, we've had Sandra on. Nice! We had Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch. No way! Yeah. yeah. We've had Marcus from Gabon. We've had Edna from South Pacific. Marty, we've had Marty on. We've had uh, your friend Penner. I've talked to Penner. Really? We had Terry yeah. Dietz from Survivor Panama one time. I'd like to see him back. I would too. So would he. <laughs> oh, really? He really wants to go on? Well, he yeah, was he was slated for fans versus favorites. And really? was called a couple... Fair play? Um, 
I think it might have been James Clement. Oh, well, that's okay. I love James. I don't care what anybody says. I got to hang out with the guy, and he is, he's funny. He's awesome. Can't understand a word he says. I even told him, James, there's no subtitles here. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> I wish they would have put that on TV because I said that right to his face. <laughs> I really did. Um, kept asking him if the water was boiling yet. Apparently, I asked him once many times. He said, girl, you make me want to walk into the ocean and take a big breath in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? Am I it, too much? But he was funny. He loved him. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much, Kathy. We'll definitely have to have you back. Uh, uh, maybe sometime during the middle of the season, get your thoughts of these people once we've actually seen them play. Yeah, and I'm going to keep my notes to see how my predictions come through. There we go. I'll check them out. We definitely enjoyed This is the best preview podcast we've ever had. So uh, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we hope to talk to you again soon. Okay, thanks, guys. You're awesome. Yeah, have a great night. Toodaloo. Bye. All right. Well, there we have it. Uh, Kathy is a blast. I always enjoy talking with her. She's uh, pretty hilarious. I loved her uh, <laughs> superlative she gave to, to each of the, uh, <laughs> the counselors. She really did her research, and she was, uh, yeah, she was ready to go, and I appreciate all the hard work she put in, and I this is truly, I think, the best preview podcast we've had, Jeff. Absolutely, except for the one where I guessed everything almost exactly right. But that's beside the point. I, I think this one was better, Jeff. Oh, maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that other one holds a special place in your heart. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> but, but yeah, oh, really great to have her back. Hopefully we can have her uh, on maybe near the end of the season just to see how everything uh, ended up turned up. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many of those superlatives come true. Yeah, some of them I think are very likely and others uh, are less likely, but I appreciate them for their jokes now. <laughs> but uh, stay tuned. Coming up, we're going to be having uh, releasing a special podcast that we do. We are going to be doing the top ten Survivor slash Big Brother winners. We have a bunch of different criteria, and we're going to talk about each and every winner um, and rank them and have a top ten. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a couple of different podcasts as uh, hopefully they'll be up closer we get to the uh, premiere of Survivor Kagaya. So stay tuned for that. Uh, also, don't forget, Survivor Kagaya does premiere February 26th. So yes. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we will be back the following week right after that to discuss it, share our thoughts, and hopefully we will be having a special Survivor guest to join us. Yes, hopefully. I'm interested to see if the premiere date affects the way that the season goes. Because obviously the premiere date was pushed back for the Olympics. So I don't know if they're going to have fewer episodes or if it'll end later. Because if they have fewer episodes, you know, they may do double eliminations or things like that. Who knows? <laughs> From what I am gathering, I'm pretty sure, you know, the premiere is two hours. I'm pretty sure it's two episodes in one. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, everyone was hoping it, it was just two hours in one week, but I'm pretty sure with the scheduling, I think I heard, uh, even from Rob has a podcast maybe, that they were going to be, the following day, they're going to be talking with two different survivors from it. So it makes me think there's 
they're just going to have two tribal councils in the two hour, which would give us the perfect amount of episodes that we've had for the past couple seasons. That makes sense. So, stay tuned for that. Anything else uh, we should be talking about, Jeff? I don't think so. Well, we would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, do you agree with our predictions? Is someone we uh, we picked to go far going to exit early or vice versa? Let us know. You can do that by commenting on our Facebook page, David and Jeff Survivor Podcast, or at our website, survivorpodcast.blogspot.com. Make sure as well that you hit the subscribe button on iTunes at David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. Podcasts will show up every week on your front door, and by that, we mean on your computer. Yep. Once again, uh, thanks to Kathy Sleckman for coming on and doing this for us. Be sure to purchase Survivor Micronesia, now out on DVD via Amazon.com, and we will uh, talk to you right after the premiere, but also stay tuned for our top 10 uh, Winners podcast should be fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.